Welcome to the Playbook for Amazon podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lieber, and the goal of this podcast is to share what's working today that's helping my company, Turnkey Product Management, sell over eight figures per year on Amazon for our clients. We will share with you the actionable steps, systems, and playbook that you can plug into your business to boost your sales on Amazon. Let's go. Today, we're going to talk about the fundamentals that even large brands are missing on Amazon. If a brand new customer were to land on your Amazon listing, what would they think? Would they want to purchase? Would they respect your brand? Is it in line with the branding that you have on your website and what you're trying to represent and stand for? What is your current conversion rate? Do you know your conversion rate figures on all of your products? Is it high? Is it low? We'll go into that today. And it's really easy to let our listings get stale. We talk with tons of companies that contact us and oftentimes, you know, they hit it big in the beginning and they were doing a million bucks or five million bucks, but then they haven't made a single change to their product listing in 18 months. And, you know, they're not adapting and keeping up with the times as far as what their competitors are doing or other opportunities that they're missing out on. You know, is that you? When was the last time that you made a change to your product listing on your website or on Amazon? In this episode, my goal is to help you identify at least one fundamental thing that is missing or can be improved on your Amazon listings or on your e-commerce product page. Let's go. In football, they call it the blocking and tackling, right? It's the fundamentals that if you're not blocking and tackling, you're not going to win the game, right? If you can't do those basic things, no other fancy plays or trick plays or advanced strategies will work if you can't block or you can't tackle. We like to say take the same approach at Turnkey as when we take over a client or are coaching them. That's the first place we start is we go through our checklist of fundamentals and we're going to run through some of those today. What are the basic things that you need to have in place? Because at the end of the day, if your conversion rate is really low, let's say your conversion rate is 3% or 5% or 8%, it depends on the niche. If your conversion rate is low and it's lower than your competitors, focusing on some tactic or ranking strategy or trying to spend $10,000 on a fancy Facebook ad campaign to Amazon, all of that will basically not result in anything productive for you. In fact, you'll probably end up losing money because you're just going to be wasting time throwing money and time at things that just won't give you results. Because if you don't have a high converting product page, it can be very difficult for those strategies to work out in the long run. So let's focus on the basics today. Whenever we take on a client, the first thing we look at is conversion rate. What are your current conversion rates? And we just do an audit of the page, right? You know, I actually fell prey to this as well uh, in, in my old pet products brand. We had some success early on and our conversion rate was great and sales were great. And then all of a sudden sales started going down and we weren't really paying attention to the product page. We weren't split testing. We weren't testing new things. You know, what actually helped was my mom, you know, sometimes she'll just be, you know, browsing my Amazon listings and and likes looking at them, I guess. And, but she's also my top critic. She's my biggest fan and my top critic. And she points out 
all the little things that I don't notice, like whether there's a typo in one of the bullet points. Uh, she also pointed out we had unanswered uh, customer questions, like people were asking questions on the page and we weren't answering them. You know, sometimes you just get a little bit lazy and that's what I was doing in my early days. And so sometimes it helps to, you know, one, in an ideal world, actually go ask a third party customer who's, you know, hasn't studied this page and written it themselves, but just have them go through it uh, as, as, a, as an outside customer. And I would ask a friend or a family member that they, they can give you honest feedback. Don't, don't, don't go someone that's always going to tell you what you want to hear, but, and be clear with them. Say, hey, you know, I want you to look at my product listing and I want you to be as honest as possible. You know, like I want critical feedback, like ask for it, right? And that will help them feel more comfortable to give you that feedback. And even if you're not doing that, you can do it yourself. So really just try to get in the mindset of, putting yourself in your customer's shoes, right? Seeing it through their eyes, put yourself in their shoes and go through your listing, look at your images, look at your sales copy, look at the bullet points, look at the questions, look at the customer reviews. How does it look to a customer? But again, it can be really hard to do that yourself. So that's why it's best to have you know a third party do that for you. Okay, next. So one of the most uh, important parts of your listing is your images. When you're looking at your images, what will happen is if you're only looking at your own images, you're not going to learn very much. So what I do suggest is that you actually go look at your competitors' listings. And this is almost always the first place that we start whenever we get a new client for full service or for coaching, whatever, no matter what (laughs) service they're signing up for, we actually go look at their competitors' listings first because we can learn so much you know, they're doing the same homework, they're doing the same studying, and they're doing the same strategies that you are, and they've done all the homework. So don't reinvent the wheel. They may have, you know, learned, you know, some really cool infographic that really shows the benefits of your product. And maybe you don't have an infographic, maybe you only have old, boring product photos with no text on them and no, you know, none of these things that really scream what the benefits are. And so by studying your competitors and realizing, oh, wow, People are using infographics nowadays. You know, I've been meaning to do that. That can be a really, you know, low-hanging fruit area. So if you do need infographics made, you know, there's lots of uh, graphic designers out there for super cheap that, you know, you can get that done for under 50 bucks, under 100 bucks, you know, and have them redo your images, like take their images and make them into infographic. That's one place to start for sure. And then the other thing is when you look at your product listings, <laughs> some of some of our clients come to us and I look at their product photos and I literally sometimes can't understand what the product does or how it works, right? So if you have a product like that where a customer kind of needs to understand, you know, the how and, and, and how do you use it, then make sure you have some photos of the product being used or maybe have an infographic that shows, you know, step one and step two and step three. So that's another really critical point that some companies miss. Next, this is a a big one nowadays. Do you have video on your product listings? Right now, Amazon is opening the floodgates for video. There's multiple places that you can now be putting product videos onto your listings. You put them on your product listings up in the upper left-hand corner in the image tile. It'll, It'll be like the ninth image slot will be a video. You can also put it in the video digital shorts in Amazon. You can also put it on your Amazon seller storefront. So there's lots of different places where you can use video. In another 
episode, I do an entire talk on how to quickly and cheaply make product videos that sell really, really well. And that can cost for free or 30 bucks or, you know, all the way up to thousands of dollars, depending on, you know, what you're looking for. So do you have video on your listings? If you don't, then I would definitely start there because video can really boost your conversion rates, especially if it's a product, like I said, that is demonstrable, right? It helps to see how it works or it helps to understand the product and, and video just sells better than images or text these days. If you have that opportunity, you should. So you'll need to do Amazon brand registry if you haven't done that. The other thing that we always look for is on your listing, can you tell whether you're talking about the benefits of your product? Like what problem are you solving for the buyer? Or are you only talking about your product and the features that are of your product, right? The size, the dimensions, the, you know, just the, the plain old features. But a customer wants to know what problem are you solving for them? So you can convey that in both the bullet points, the sales copy, the enhanced brand content, and the images and the video. So that should be coming through all over your listing. Absolutely. Uh, next, do you have your enhanced brand content built out, right? Th this came out a while ago, but there, I still see tons of brands that, you know, they're doing really well in, in sales, but, you know, they're not utilizing the enhanced brand content section of your Amazon listing. And that's just a huge area of opportunity. And it doesn't even take that long to put it together. So I uh, would definitely recommend that you, you know, maximize all of the real estate and space that Amazon gives you to sell your product. Next is your title keyword optimized, right? There's a balance between the title being readable, right? You want the customer to be able to read it. You don't want to just keyword stuff and use every single last character, but you can't even understand what the product is because you put so many different keywords and descriptors in. You want it to be readable, but you want to make sure that your top, you know, three or five keywords are weaved into the title because the title is incredibly important for SEO on Amazon. Next, I alluded to it a little bit earlier. Are you split testing things on your listing? And what I mean by split testing is what we do at Turnkey is we pick one variable that we want to test at a time. And what I mean by this is you, if you test five different variables at the same time, it is going to not be you know, a scientifically significant uh, test, right? It's not going to give you uh, an adequate result that you can actually learn from. So what I would recommend doing is, you know, price is a great variable to test, right? That's one of the easiest ones to test. You can just raise the price by a couple bucks or lower the price by a couple bucks. And, and if you do that, then I'll, I'll talk about how to measure that in just a second. Another great thing to test is the title. As I mentioned, the title is very, very important. Um, that's one of the first things that the customer sees. So that's a great place to split test. Um, the main image is also probably one of the most important variables that you can test. In order to test that, what I would recommend doing is go search for your top keyword that you want to rank for and go study all the other main images that are showing up on the search results. There should be probably over 20 or 25 different product listings on there. And you can, you'll see which ones pop out at you, right? There will probably be, you know, three or four listings that you're like, wow, that is 
a really, really great main image that like jumps out and makes me want to click on it, right? And then put it side by side next to yours and look at that and say, hmm, is mine as good as theirs? Is mine better than theirs? And why not if, if it's not? And then trying to identify that maybe theirs is brighter. Maybe they zoomed in more on the product. What are they doing that makes it pop and stand out? And then go try to make it even better or different than that and, and make it really stand out in the search results. So when you run your split tests, and I could do a whole episode on, on running split tests, but there's a lot of softwares out there that can help you run the split tests. But at the end of the day, you can also just do a manual split test and keep it really simple. If you just want to take action today and get going, just simply change the price, you know, today at noon and change the price by five bucks, right? And then just write down that, okay, I changed the price, whatever the day is, Tuesday at noon time. From there, uh, then you're going to let, let, let it run. Let it run for, uh, you know, it depends on how much you're selling. Uh, if you're selling a ton of volume, you know, you don't need to wait too long. You'll probably get sufficient info in, you know, maybe five, seven days. And if you're not getting a ton of volume in sales to your listing, you may need to wait, you know, a couple of weeks, right? But then at the end of the split test, once you do get enough data and just monitor it, you know, then you just simply measure, like, how did the conversion rate do before and after? How did your total sales do, like your daily sales? How did your profits do? If you're testing uh, price as a split tester, then maybe you got a few less units sold per day, but maybe your margin was so much more that you actually made more profit per day, even though your revenue was down a little bit. So it is really important to track those things. And, you know, that's why if you're, if you have a lot of different listings, it's, it's probably worth, you know, investing in uh, a split testing software that can actually help you track that and be running tests all the time. And then the other key thing is you want to have a team member that is in charge of this stuff. This stuff is not exactly rocket science, right? You should not be in charge as a business owner. If that's who's listening, you should not be probably running and executing the test and taking the data and measuring the results, right? That is something that can be handed off to a team member or people that are like project managers at, at my company that manage our clients. They're not the ones that are necessarily like, if, you know, inputting the data every single day, right? We've got other team members that can help with that to free up their time. So, um, but Split testing is really important. Ask yourself, when was the last time that I tested something different on my listing? And if it's been over a year, then now is probably a good time to uh, run a split test. Yesterday was probably a better time to run it, but today is is uh, almost just as good. So, yeah, just to kind of wrap this up, um, you know, we, we try to cover some of the main ones that really stick out to us. And, you know, when we have clients come to us and they want help growing, they're often surprised how much time we spend in the beginning really focused on optimizing their listing. And that is because, you know, we can do, yes, we've got a lot of fancy strategies and different tactics that we can do. But if you don't have a high converting, effective product listing on Amazon, then it's a waste of time to do fancy stuff and blast a bunch of traffic at it if it's not going to convert well. You're actually going to lose more money doing that. So that's why we love focusing on the fundamentals first. That's like phase one and, and then go on to phase two and three and four from there. So hopefully you can pull some stuff from this and, and just think about, you know, which one of these 
could you, you know, focus on improving? Just doing it one step at a time in evaluating this on a monthly or quarterly or every six month basis, like re-reviewing your listings is really, really a good exercise to do and will only help your business to grow. So now that you've heard about the fundamentals that you may be missing, I urge you to get on it and make those changes. Then once you've had your listing tightened up, you'll be ready to generate more traffic and convert more customers. That's when you can really start amplifying the advanced strategies or even just the beginner or intermediate strategies that can make a big impact. And we actually have a brand new growth strategies accelerator program that's chocked full with the Amazon strategies that we are using in our business to help our clients to sell over eight figures per year on Amazon. So the price is crazy low considering how much you're getting for it and all the bonuses involved. So if you are interested in that, we have all the SOPs and the how-tos behind every single strategy. You can hand them off to your team members. That will be located at our website, turnkeyproductmanagement.com, and just search for the Growth Strategies Accelerator. But regardless, take action on what you learned in this episode today, and I know it'll make a big impact for your business. So thanks for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the other side. Thank you.